Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Well, it looks like the gentle hand of fame has finally slapped the ears off Mr. McGee of Wistful Vista. With him right now is the president of the so-called Man of the Year book publishing company. And what he has just nominated Mr. McGee for, you won't believe. Mrs. McGee is skeptical about it, too. But listen to the conversation between J. Worthington Grift and Fibber McGee and Molly. Did you hear that, Molly? Did you hear what the man said? Me. Me, the man of the year. Yes, I heard it. What year is that? <laughs> the year of the big crash? <laughs> oh, no, 1949. Naturally, madam. Naturally, madam. Wow. The man of the year. Now, look, let's face it, McGee. You're not the As type I of say, the time is short. Our man of the year book is about to go to press, and our board of trustees has chosen Mr. McGee from among thousands of men as man of the year from this state. The whole state, Molly. Ah, fame at last. Oh, dear. Tell me more, bud. Tell me more. Go on, elaborate. Well, we'd like to run your picture in the book, of course. You have my permission, bud. Shiver McGee, man of the year. <laughs> You'll be in with famous men from other states. Only one from each state, of course. Oh? Men like Jimmy Roosevelt, Jeez. Vice President Barkley, Grace of Bethlehem Steel. Oh, women, too, eh? <laughs> Oh, dearie, Grace of Bethlehem Steel is a man. She is? Yes. <laughs> Look, I have just one question, Mr. Graff. A uh, grift, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> Jay Worthington grift. One question. How much does it cost? Cost? Oh, now, please, Mrs. McGee, let's not talk about money. No. My gosh, not that. The Man of the Year book, Mrs. McGee, is a non-profit deal. Well, most of my deals are non-profit, bud. <laughs> if I can just break even once in a while, I'm happy. All we ask our Men of the Year to do is to help defray the cost of publishing this great book. The book which will spread their fame throughout the nation. Ah, Fibber McGee, Man of the Year, throughout the nation. Oh, wait till you see this beautiful volume, Mr. McGee. Huh? Handsomely engraved on genuine simulated parchment-type newspaper stock. <laughs> and bound in Morocco. Morocco, eh? Morocco, Indiana. <laughs> now, this handsome book that I... How have, much? $25 for developing and processing his photograph and um, ten fifty a copy for the book. That's all. Thank you, Mr. Griff, but we're not interested. Now, if you'll excuse us... not interested. No, no, no. Tut, tut. Tut. <laughs> You're just excited, my dear. After all, when one's husband has just been selected man of the year, one should not think of money. Leave us not be sorted. But, McGee, now and you... speaking can... of sorted, have you sorted the laundry today, Molly? <laughs> if you want to go sort the laundry now while I'm drifting no, about this... No, I give up. I quit. I'll keep quiet. You go right ahead. 
Good. Now, if you'll just sign this contract, Mr. McGee. Give me the pen. River McGee, man of the year. There you are, bud. Now, the check. I've reserved five copies of the book for you, so just sign this check for seventy-seven fifty, and I'll be on my way. Okay, seventy-seven fifty, eh? There you are, bud. Mm-hmm. The right change, too. Now, how about the picture? Will you send a photographer? Uh, no, or... I'll just take this picture off the piano here. This'll do all right. That's Uncle Dennis. <laughs> we'll retouch it, madam. Congratulations, Mr. McGee, and goodbye. Oh, my gosh. Them high-class book publishers are terrific, Molly. Imagine taking a picture of Uncle Dennis and making it look like me when all the time... Seventy-seven dollars are all coming. Well, don't get sore about it. Did I ring too loud or something? No, oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Gamble. I'm not mad at you. Oh, good. Say, who was the seedy-looking character in the pinstripe spat who nearly ran over me on the porch? Friend of yours, duck face? <laughs> That doctor was J. Worthington Griff, the noted publisher. He just dropped in to bring me the good news. Good news? For $77 and a half, doctor, himself here has just been made 1949's Pigeon of the Year. <laughs> it's Man of the Year, Molly. Oh, no. Yep. The Board of Trustees has just chose me Man of the Year for this whole state, that's all. Going to have my name in the official book and a picture, too. Of Uncle Dennis. No, that, that, that picture will be okay, Molly. You heard him say they'd retouch it. They're experts. Oh, I love that picture of Uncle Dennis, Molly. Yeah. The first thing the retoucher will have to do is paint out that extra pair of eyes on his forehead. Well, Uncle Dennis always claimed the camera wobbled when they took it, Doctor. But that guy, kiddo, everything wobbled. <laughs> when the photographer told him to look at the birdie, he held out for old crow. <laughs> Give me the details on this 7750 story, Molly. Did little Swindler's pet here actually bite on the old book racket? That's the corniest swindle since... What do you mean, swindle? I told you I was chose man of the year. Legitimate. Hmm. You wouldn't happen to be so jealous you can't see straight, would you, gas pain? Oh, well, my gosh, just because the only picture he ever had printed was an x-ray of his kidneys in the medical journal that looked like two lima beans in a tub of lard. <laughs> oh, on account of that, he's now, got a... Now, now, McGee, stop it. Oh, stop it. look, look, dream boy. With your genius for involving yourself in messes, you remind me of my brother. Yeah. He was a bomber pilot, and any time his plane got in a jam, he'd drop a magnesium flare so he could see the land. Oh, I remind you of him, huh? Yes, you too have a flare for getting into trouble. So long, Molly. Uh... Ah, Piver McGee, 1949's Man of the Year. <laughs> Ah, boy, this sure upsets all the predictions, don't it? If you mean the one in the Fiore High School Annual that voted you the man most likely to be forgotten before the ink dries in the high school annual, yes. <laughs> you betcha. And can you imagine Aunt Sarah's face when she gets the news? 
She always says I'd never amount to anything, too, either. Oh, she didn't say that, dearie. Sure she did. Oh, no. No. She merely said that if you ever really made up your mind to be somebody, that with your brains and persistence, and given a little luck, no matter who tried to stop you or what obstacles were placed in your path, nothing would happen. Gosh, did she really say that? I guess I must have misunderstood her. She's a pretty shrewd judge of character, Aunt Sarah is. Well, as the lady remarked when she stood on her head to watch television, that's one way to look at it. (laughs) Darn right. Now, let me see. I wonder if I better have Look Magazine send the cameraman out here. Make a great cover picture. I could be sitting in front of the fire with my great dame. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Good day, my boy. I suppose you dropped in to inquire as to what I attribute my success to what? What success, pal? They just made me man of the year for 1949, Junior. Who did? A slick stranger with a fast fountain pen. (laughs) Molly seems to think the guy was a gyp artist, Junior, but wait till some big corporation makes me chairman of the board at 200,000 a year. Awful hard for a woman to shrug her shoulders in a mink coat. (laughs) Tell me more about this, pal. On what basis was the selection made? Looks, wealth, social position, achievements? Um, Well, I guess that answers that question. (laughs) You mean that you were not approached in this matter, Mr. Wilcox, or aren't you on the sucker list? (laughs) No, I guess they got me tagged as just an ordinary guy. But say, if there was an award for the product of the year, I'll bet I know what it would be. Oh, but I do, too. <laughs> but if I mentioned it, everybody would think I just wanted one for nothing. So. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, Johnson's new water repellent glow coat. Yes. Well, heavenly days, how did you ever happen to think Because of... the new water repellent glow coat is the greatest, most sensational development in floor protection in many years. To think that now, now a housewife can wipe up spilled things with a mop or a damp cloth without leaving drabs, smears, and dull spots. We better get some of that for our own use, kiddo. I've heard it said that our dull spots are beginning to show. I see. <laughs> Go on, let Mr. Wilcox make a living. Thank you, Molly. But as a housewife yourself, I don't have to tell you how much the new self-polishing water-repellent glow coat means in saving time and work. Indeed you don't, Mr. Wilcox. And why does he every Tuesday night for the past 15 because, years? Because when, 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 you, when you apply the new water-repellent glow coat, it stays on and it stays bright. Right. You don't wipe up the wax when you wipe up the floor. Oh, hey, and look, pal. Huh? Don't let a little success like this go to your head. What do you mean? Remember, it isn't how you see yourself that counts. It's how others will be seeing you. Be what, Mr. Wilcox? Be seeing you. So long. Notice his face when I told him I'd just been picked for the man of the year, kiddo? Pure jealousy. I thought it was pure apathy myself. (laughs) (laughs) Not jealousy. I can read that fellow like a book. Maybe because he's Johnson's bestseller, huh? <laughs> Imagine being envious simply because a friend of yours gets to be choice for an honor like Man of the Year. <laughs> Why, my gosh, if a pal of mine was that successful, I'd be the first to congrat. What's the matter? You know something? I ain't been congratulated by anybody. Not even you. 
Well, McGee, I think you've been the victim of a gold brick peddler. Oh, well, my God. Now, look, why don't we ride downtown and check this thing with the police, dearie? It can't do any harm, and maybe... Oh, it'll... well, if it'll make you any happier, Molly, okay. In fact, I'll be glad to prove to you that this is a legitimate deal. Get your hat, and we'll grab a streetcar, and we'll be down... Come in! Well, for goodness sakes, make room for another fairly prominent citizen, McGee. It's the mayor. Come on in, Your Honor. Oh, thank you. Good day, McGee. Hi, Lefebvre. Heard about me? Yes. Yes. But I didn't believe it. <laughs> you didn't? No. No, when they told me, I said it was impossible. <laughs> no one could rip the cover on the elf's pool table every week for seven straight weeks. <laughs> Now, that ain't to what I was referring to, Latrib. No? No. No, he was referring in a shy, bashful way to the fact that for only $77.50 and the swift sales talk, he was selected as the man of the year for this community for 1949. It's a tremendous honor, Latrib. I get my name and my picture in the book, too, you see. The man of the year, 1949 book. For a guy that's never had his name in anything but the telephone directory, that's a pretty big step forward. Yes, yes it is. As I always say, it's better to be a big toad and a little puddle. Who's a big toad? I beg your pardon? I didn't say anyone was a big toad. Personally, I don't think calling a man a toad is particularly flattering, Mr. Mayor, of all the repulsive Uh, Please, please, I I was not calling your husband a toad. I just remarked that it was better to be a big toad and a little puddle. Now, just a a minute there, son. When you refer to the very city of which you happen to be the mayor of it as a little puddle, by George, I think it's but time that... That was just part of the expression. If I were you, Mr. Mayor, and I'm glad I'm not because I look very silly in a high-sale cast, I'd forget my being overlooked in the selections and not refer to the winner as a dirty little reptile in a mud hole. <laughs> because a toad could hardly be... Concerned. I wasn't remodding anybody as a dirty mother in a mud hole. A mud hole. Look! When I said it's better to be a big poodle than a little total, a little paddle in a puddle, a big muddle in a little, little, little puddle, you were the one who told I said it was, you were fucking from the track. just a little toddler, there was a nasty little boy who lived next door. I detested him. In order to ignore him successfully, I would start playing furiously with my toys. But what's that got to do with... One of my toys was a little musical top, which I could spin by use of the bellows from the fireplace. Yeah, but what that got to do with the... I think that's why, even now, when I meet someone who's being particularly objectionable, I am inclined to revert to my childhood... And blow my top. Good day. It's pretty silly to me, Lolly. Man of the year. Riding on a streetcar. <laughs> With the hoi poli. 
riding all the way down to the police station just so he can prove to his own wife that I'm famous. My gosh, on the street car. Well, I'm sorry, dearie, but I still think you've been swindled. Uh, Let's ask the chief of police about it and find out. All right. Every expense, only boring, won't transfer. I don't think you quite grasp what a terrific honor this thing is, Molly. I wish I'd have grasped that 7750 before that grafter grip grabbed it. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, sweetheart, but to me this whole deal looks as shady as the north side of a haystack. Well, you'll see, kiddo, you'll see. <laughs> I only wish I'd brought along an apple for you. Why an apple? So the trip wouldn't be entirely fruitless. <laughs> Gosh, don't you get it, Molly? You says, why an apple? And I says, next stop, go for Lazenberg. Go for Lazenberg next. Change for nerf. Start stop, McGee, 14th Street. Yeah, well, come on. Boy, when that chief of police finds out he's talking to the man of the year, he'll probably be so impressed he'll want to give me a free book of traffic tickets. You wait and see. All out for golf Lazenberg. Nerf car. Let him out, please. Coming out, please. Thank you. Now watch your step, Molly. That's it. Between high steps and tight skirts, I get <laughs> This way, kiddo. As soon as I get you straightened out on this thing, I'll call the papers endorse a few products, and look who's coming, the old-timer. Oh, yes, and his girlfriend. Yeah. Hello, you two. Hello there, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hi, old-timer. You kids know Bessie, don't you? Say hello to the folks, Bessie. Hello, you all. <laughs> Me and O.T. was just down... That's there. enough, Bessie. <laughs> Just hold, that's enough. What you doing down here, kid? Well, we're down here on business, old-timer. Matter of fact, i just been conferred on with a great honor on. <laughs> You're looking at the new man of the year. Oh, I'm so happy for you, Mrs. McGee. I've been going around with the old man of the year myself. Now, don't go getting personal, Bessie. I know who you mean. <laughs> oh, I'm just teasing you, O.T. I'm pretty independent, you know, since I had that offer to work in the movies. No kidding, Bessie. Really? You in the movies? What'd they offer you? Three cents a bag for all the popcorn I can sell. Bessie knows popcorn, kids, from top to bottom. Well, that's the best way to eat it. <laughs> yep, her brother was in the business. Oh. Built herself a process for refining crankcase drainings and using them to butter popcorn with. My gosh, I wish I'd have thought of that one. Did he get rich? No, he had bad luck, Mr. McGee. Oh. Somebody told him popcorn would cure the hiccups, so he ate a bag. Well, uh, did it work? Well, he cured his hiccups, but he developed a bad piston knock. <laughs> he uh, started making a full stop at railroad crossings, and the winter mama 
were caught in drinking antifreeze, we sold him to the used car dealer and that he... Oh, hold it, Betsy, hold it. Take it easy, baby. Don't hog the conversation. I'll tell the folks what happened to your brother. Well, some other time. Some As the man of the year, I can't stand here gathering. I've got things to do. Yes, first of all, we're going in the city hall here to see the chief of police. Yeah, Molly's got some strange idea that I don't deserve this honor, old-timer. She thinks it's a swindle. Swindle, eh? Yeah. Is this the deal where a fellow comes to the house, tells you you're elected Mr. America, and sells you a bunch of books with your picture in it for five bucks a copy? Papa worked that through the south oh, and he made a lot of money. No, no, this is entirely different. Oh, yes, indeed. This book sells for ten fifty a copy. Sure, and besides, I'm not Mr. America. I'm the man of the year. Oh, oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah that's different, Johnny. Sounds like you got a fine deal. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. But, daughter, don't ever let the boy go for that $5 deal. It's crooked. <laughs> well, so long, kids. Papa, you old man of the year. Goodbye, <laughs> Let's find out about this thing right now. Good. I want to get started endorsing stuff right away, Molly. Every minute I lose is, hey, bud, is the chief in because, oh, are you the chief police? That's right, mister. What's your problem? No problem, bud. You probably don't know who you're talking to, so I'll introduce us. I'm Fibber McGee, man of the year. And this is my wife, Mrs. Man of the Year. <laughs> Mrs. Fibber McGee. How do you do, I'm sure, Chief? Glad to know you, madam. Now, if you'll... Who did you say you are? Oh, you'll read about it in the papers. I've just been chosen man of the year from this section by the board of trustees of the... Man of the year? You see, Keith, this man came to the house. Yeah. This Mr. Grift. And he told my husband they'd picked him man of the year, and he collected $77.50 and left. And my wife thinks there may be something wrong, although personally, I've been expecting this recognition. Something wrong! Why, that crook, that's the rottenest swindle I ever heard of, what? the dirty dog. Mm-hmm. Clancy Walker, Stanislaus, come to town, throw up roadblocks, drag that crook in here. Hey, now, just a darn minute. You don't even know the guy. What makes you think he's crooked? Think he's crooked? That rat told me I was man of the year. <laughs> he charged me $90, that robber. You hear that, Molly? You hear that? 90 bucks. I say $12 and a half. I saved twelve and a half. I bought it for seventy-seven cents. Okay, I'll go quietly. Don't take off your hat, McGee. Why not? I can get it off easy now. <laughs> My head has stopped swelling. Oh, I didn't right. mean that. Oh. But we forgot to stop at Kramer's Drugstore to get some more Christmas seals. Oh, my gosh, so you did. We did. Oh. And we've got to use Christmas seals, you know. Everyone should. Because when you stick a Christmas seal on your cards and packages, you are giving an extra gift. The gift of better health to humanity because you're helping to stamp out tuberculosis. Right. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> 